In this episode, Wande shares her testimony, which includes giving her life to Christ as a teenager, despite her father being Muslim. She explains the hurdles of being the first woman signed to Lecrae's Reach Records, and we also discuss her music being played on ESPN. Additionally, Wande breaks down Happy, Be Yourself, Been Up, and Iconic in the four-song breakdown. I'm Galica Brown, and this is Sound Seekers Presents Testimony, a Musician Story. So I know that you were originally born in Nigeria. Correct. And your parents moved to Texas when you were, what, like one? Yeah, basically. I was a little baby <laughs> out here. <laughs> so how do you get from Nigeria to Texas? What city did you guys move to? Yeah, um, so first we pulled up to Houston, and then from there we um, came to Austin. Um, but, yeah, like, essentially, my parents were just searching for a better life. Like, they just wanted to progress farther than um, the opportunities presented to themselves in Nigeria. Okay. And so that's why a lot of people actually immigrate to the United States just for opportunity and to grow. And so that's why they came here. And that's how we ended up in the United States. Yeah, so I went to uh, college at Texas Southern University, historically black college, and there was a large population of Nigerians in Houston and then also who attended my school. Yeah, it's, it's intense. <laughs> <laughs> so, and actually, um, I was kind of like, really, I guess my first experience being around Nigerians, and now my brother, actually, and my sister-in-law is Nigerian, and now I have my niece and nephew who are half Nigerian, so definitely all up in the culture and um, going to all the functions and eating the food and everything <laughs> so your dad is Muslim and your mom is Christian correct how does that work out like how is that growing up <laughs> definitely an interesting situation um at first it was like chill and it wasn't like crazy so I just I didn't put much thought to it because I was just like a kid growing up. And so my dad had just allowed us to go to church. And so it seemed normal. Um, but I did know there were certain things like my mom was like, oh, don't ask to like go to summer camp, you know, because churches usually have those. So she was like, don't do that. Don't push that. Just, okay. just letting you go to church. So just keep it there. But I, I guess I was just always someone who was like, ah, whatever, y'all too scared. I'm gonna just ask. And so um, essentially, I started getting like intrigued about faith in middle school and I wanted to learn more about who God was, which led me to looking into like things like does Christian hip hop exist, like stuff like that. Okay. And um, from there I saw like Lecrae and basically the whole 116 click, like they were going to be performing at the mm -hmm. summer camp my church always goes to. Okay. And so because I was intrigued about that, I wanted to go to the summer camp. Um, but essentially my dad was like, oh, I don't know if you can go to summer camps like that. So I just told him, like, oh, I'm going to an internship, you know, because the church had an internship. And so I was like, can I do this internship at a summer camp? And he was like, I mean, I guess you want to do an internship. And so that's how I was able to go. But it was cool because I ended up getting saved. And that's how I ended up seeing the tension because once I came back from that mm -hmm. and wanted to share the gospel with him and stuff, like, he was just like, oh, you can't go to church anymore. And, like, I don't want to hear any of this. So it's definitely interesting, but he's been very, like, I guess respectful now so he's been able to see like the favor of God on my life and stuff and so it's just an interesting dynamic but yeah you choose God for yourself definitely so about how old were you then when you went to that summer camp um probably like 13 13 and what was it was there something in particular that made you want to get saved there um so I think I heard the gospel for the first time there like 
legitimately presented that you needed a savior. And I think before I had rationalized being saved as like only for if you had like killed people or like, you know, you were just out here in these streets. And so I was like, oh, well, I haven't really done anything crazy. So I guess I'm good. Um, but there's like where I heard like, it doesn't matter, like good works won't get you into heaven. Like good works doesn't make you right with God, but it's just having salvation and having a cleansed heart and that we've all fallen short. And so that's how I was able to like actually get saved and it actually has changed my life. And like I experienced peace and I wanted other people just to know about who God was and who Jesus was. Okay. And so you're basically junior high. And prior to that, when you went to church, you have a brother, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the oldest? You were him. Oh, I'm the youngest. So yeah. everybody. Okay. So when you were going to church, was it just your mom and your brother and you and your bro- your mom, your dad would stay back? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody else in my family doesn't really care about faith that much. So it was just me, basically. Like, I was the one who wanted to learn more. Mm-hmm. And so they would just either stay at home or say, oh, I have football practice. Bye. And so, um, yeah, they didn't really care. And so I was the one who basically I would go to church with my mom. So I would actually go to work with my mom because she um, is a nurse. And so she works every other Sunday. And so I would go to work with her on the Sundays that she would go to work. And that's how I was able to start going to church because then um, my uncle would pick me up and I'd be able to go. Okay. So, and then you come back and you're, I've been saved. And you said there was a little bit of tension there with your father just being like, no more church for you. Yeah. So essentially like the way I got around it was just like, I had to wake up really early. Like, so I'd wake up at like five in the morning, read my Bible before like everybody woke up and stuff like that. And then smile my business. And then also this music helped me a lot. Cause like sometimes I would get punished for stuff. And so like, it was just like Christian hip hop and stuff really mattered to me because then like, even in moments like that, where you'd want to feel spiteful, cause like, why am I getting punished for something that's not even like bad, mm-hmm. but I would just sing like songs in my head of like having grace or forgiveness and stuff like that. And so it definitely was, it was an interesting phase, but I think it helped build up my like base to where like, now it's like, I'm never, I'm never leaving God or never leaving Jesus. Like, Oh no. I mean, you were super about it to be a teenager going basically out of your way to go to church. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know too many teenagers like that, at least not when I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was also cool that you found the culture of Christian hip hop. Cause that as well, I've, I didn't get into until I was an adult. So for you to have the mindset to be like, is there a genre that exists out there for me? Yeah. So, so. definitely, definitely was very, I was glad that I was able to find that. Cause like, I was like, man, I really like hip hop music, but I'm really trying to pursue Jesus. And like, this is not good for my walk. Like it's influencing me to do bad things. So I was like, I can't, I can't listen to this because basically from your mind, like mm-hmm. that's where your actions start to flow. So I was like, if I'm actually serious, like I can't keep listening to this. For sure. And when you're at the camp, you said 116 was there. Mm-hmm. Was it, who was on the roster then? So that was like, I guess the original set. Like, so it was Lecrae, Trip Lee, Show Baraka. And so it was oh, like wow. 2009. So oh, this, wow. So yeah. That's okay. So you end up doing just a whole, yeah, a whole <laughs> full circle. Okay. That's dope. All right. So um, now you're, you're fairly young what early 20s now yeah i'm 24 24 all right so now you're like this rising christian hip-hop star like you have a whole lot of buzz around you um i've been following you on instagram for a while you pretty much mainly post about music 
every once in a while you kind of post like we'll post like some personal stuff did I see are you in a relationship oh yeah I am <laughs> okay so I mean how is it like dating and you're being like this young Christian hip-hop like rising star I guess the thing is like I've been in a relationship for a long time probably like okay. Like four years, almost five years. Okay. So I think, like, I look at my life and I'm like, I feel like God did that on purpose because I don't know how this would work out if I wasn't in a relationship. I feel like it's made a lot of things easier because, like, in my job settings, like, I'm the only girl in a lot of situations. But I think it makes it easier because now guys can tell their significant others, like, hey, like, Wanda's not interested in me. She has her own person. Like, yeah. she's minding her business. And um, I think it also helps, too, because, like, whenever I work with guys, because, I mean, even people, I guess, in my age group, I think naturally this is the age group where people are trying to get married and yeah. stuff like that. So I think it's helped me, too, to where all my interactions in music have just been purely business or friendship because it's like, hey, I, got, I already got somebody. So mm -hmm. I think it's, it's been really – it's been a blessing to me because it's helped avoid, like, any weird situations that could have potentially been awkward. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's like one of the, um, I guess, excuses that was used for a while as to why women weren't signed to labels. That and touring, like how we're going to tour, we can't be on the same bus as us. And um, what, when it comes to, because now you literally are the first woman, the first lady of Reach Records, um, what hurdles have you encountered being the first lady? Yeah, I would say for the most part, it's been great. But I would say hurdles I've encountered is just like, um, I guess, reassurance of like that this is where God's placed you to be and that this is like you're competent. So I feel like a lot of times men naturally, they, they want to be nice and helpful. But in a way, it can make you question like your intelligence and that you know what you're mm -hmm. doing. So they might be like, oh, well, just let me do this or oh, let me do this. And it's like, that's nice, but no. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Um, it's just like one challenge I've just had is just like reassuring people like, hey, I got this. Like, it's, it's fine. And like, like kind of trying to communicate that because as a woman, a lot of times that can come across as like, oh, well, you just don't want anybody's help or oh, you don't. And it's like, no, I, I welcome help. I do. Yeah. But I also need to be myself and be an artist. Like, and so without, sure. like, otherwise it becomes everybody else's show and you're just the face of it versus like you, what God actually told you to do. For sure. Yeah. And prior to this pandemic, were you doing a lot of touring? Oh, yeah, definitely. So it's been a blessing, too, to even see, like, that that's possible. I think this lifestyle, like, was definitely, like, seemed like a fear to me to be able to be like, oh, this is my only job. Like, I do music and just talk about Jesus all day. Um, so <laughs> it's been cool to be able to travel to different churches, like, around the country and, like, talk about Jesus and, you know, help energize their youth to, like, be on fire for God. So it's been really cool. And how do the traveling arrangements work? Are you traveling by yourself? Do you have, are you able to travel on with other male artists? Yeah, so, I mean, usually I'm traveling in a group. So I've been intentional about having these women around me. So my show actually consists of me and then two dancers. So usually that's the group that we're traveling together. And then, like, everybody has their own responsibilities. Um, but it's cool because, like, everybody loves Jesus. So, like, we're able to, like, fellowship together, but then also have fun. Um, with our performances and then even um i like been on some other people's tours so like for instance how we had unashamed tour mm -hmm. and rg he did like a tour too called the saint holy tour so i went on tour with him too so like those are some other situations too where i was able to be with other artists and stuff so it's usually chill so like it's like i get my own hotel room which is the benefit like so yeah. <laughs> i get to live it up um but 
yeah so usually like car transportation situations we're all together and then when it's time to like sleep then i'll just be in my own separate yeah. area get dressed i'll be in my own separate area well i mean that works out for you aerospace <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so it really doesn't seem like like all the hurdles as to why we can never sign a female artist um because another thing was like it will be too expensive because she would have to have her own room and all like traveling but it just seems like the room is the only situation really that's different yeah, it's like, hey y'all's gotta figure it out so yeah. Yeah. it can happen so okay so coming up again growing up in a nigerian household and you decide that you want to be an artist how does that conversation go with your parents like what we travel from africa yeah, so and work hard so you can be an artist what yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's just like i think just even with life right life is much easier when you find the root of the situation like people act a certain way because there's a root behind it and so the root behind like african parents saying that they want you to be a doctor lawyer all that stuff it's just because they want you to have a good life they just know those jobs secure a nice income and mm -hmm. they just want you to know like hey you're intelligent so just go just go for the top and so they're not saying it because they don't want good for you they they think it's good intentions and they just want the best for you um so knowing that that was the root it's like okay i'm not mad at it but we actually just never had that conversation because i think that's another lesson i learned just like about protecting your dream yeah you see that like joseph joseph you know he kind of said it prematurely and he told his brothers like i'm gonna do all this and like it didn't really go that well for him so i just kind of like kept my mouth shut and i just let my actions speak for myself um so like they just kind of, they, they'd be lost over time. So like for Christmas, I would ask for like a recording software or I would ask for a microphone and ask for a keyboard. And so, and then I would have shows and talent shows. So then I'd be like, oh, you can come to my talent show if you want. Um, so stuff like that. So, I mean, they would see over time. I think they probably thought it was a hobby, but I think yeah. it was and they saw like, oh, you got a contract. Like, oh, okay, this is serious. <laughs> and I think they could tell, like if you consistently do something for years and years, it's like, okay, she actually really cares about this thing. So. Oh, that's cool. Just do it. <laughs> like, I'm gonna just do it. And then um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So how does God's presence look in your life personally, like outside of music, just personally? Yeah, I mean, I guess just like an everyday thing, like God's presence is there because he just leads my decisions. He leads what I do. I talk to him in the morning. I say, thank you. Um, and yeah, I guess you could see it over my life. It's just grace, like the grace to do what I do every day and just even like favor, like certain things work out. And so I don't know, like the God's presence over my life is just like literally just in every aspect, like everything I do is flowing from God's presence. I mean, it seems like you've really been connected from a young age. Like he's been the power source to everything that you've just been doing. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. All right, um, so let's get into music now. So we know that you started off, like you literally worked your way from the bottom <laughs> up. <laughs> you were an intern at Reach Records, started um, and did A&R work, and now you are a full-time artist. Um, so being at the label, as an artist like how was that transition going from working there um and working on other people's projects and now i'm the artist and people are working with you yeah so i think it was actually a blessing that i had to work my way up because god definitely like refined in me humbleness 
and treating people with integrity and stuff and not being arrogant. So, like, the transition was easy. It was just like, okay, I'm just working with more people that I already work with every day and um, still treated people the same. Um, for me, it was actually nice because Reach, they let me keep my job because, like, the one thing you learn when you become an artist, like, people think, like, artists are rich and everything. And it's like, no, like, you have to work your way up and you start getting money over time. And then even the money that you do get, you're using it to pay other people. So it's kind of like most artists, like you're not going to be rich till after a couple of years. And even if that, you might just still be average American, but it's nice because you, you earned it off of like music versus just like nine to five. But um, yeah, it's, it was a cool transition. I think everything I did in the past prepared me for where I am today. So I'm just basically just applying that knowledge to my real life now. And um, so you dropped your debut album, Exit, and you had um, some licensing go on ESPN? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had a conversation with one of um, an artist, James Garden, and he was just saying that CHH artists are at an advantage when it comes to licensing because your music's already clean. So yeah. they don't have to be like, hmm, I wonder if there's going to be any like curse lyrics and want to do that. Yeah. It's beautiful. I think it's one thing. It's like it's taught me a lesson too because I think a lot of us as Christians sometimes we're like, oh, I don't want to say anything because they're gonna think like I'm being preachy or blah blah blah. So we might discredit ourselves in situations before we've even been discredited. And I think like the sink situations have taught me a lot of just like having confidence and being unapologetically like on fire for God. So like it's been cool because like the songs like they'll play the parts that say Jesus or they'll play the parts that say God. And like, and it's like, oh, I can like literally just be myself and, and still get success in certain areas. That's so dope, man. <laughs> so dope. Um, I mean, it just seems like for you, just doors are just, just opening and you're just like walking in effortlessly. Yeah. I think even just with that, like, it's just kind of like a lesson God's been teaching me about like following the plan. Cause like, if I would have deterred then certain doors, doors would not be open and so it like it's kind of like he's showing me it's like a ripple effect like being obedient in one area literally opens up the ways to be easier for other areas and so like for instance like when I started working for reach that wasn't my plan like I wanted to be an artist I didn't want to be working um for them but it was like okay I feel like God's telling me to do this so I did it and so he was like hey I'm trying to help you out because it actually helped me out because I understood contracts now my contract ended up being way better because I've seen their contracts so they can't give me a trash contract and stuff like that and I learned just even how A&R and all that stuff works so then that helped me as an artist and so I've been learning like literally everything God put you through is like on purpose and so you're missing out on a blessing if you don't go through the process and so yeah. Preach. Yes. All right. So getting further into the music, I have a section called the four song breakdown. And it's where an artist either raps or recites a verse from a song and then discusses that song. Mm -hmm. So for you, I, um, it would be dope if we can go through happy, be yourself, been up and iconic. Sure. So would you mind starting with doing a verse from happy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need the happiness that comes from above. Like it's deeper than the feeling we receive from all the things that we have. I got to enjoy that last year. It's never leaving. So I still feel content when things don't go the way I'm thinking. Oh, the way we feel is so deceiving. You ain't even know. Follow your heart. You might make the wrong choice. People yelling, but you always got that still small voice. Got peace. Never drive me insane. Always staying the same. 
Dope, dope, dope. All right. And um, anything that you want to say about the song or the verse in particular? Yeah, so I think I like that particular verse because even the first line, I say, like, it's deeper than the feeling we receive from all the things that we have. So, like, happiness isn't not coming just from, oh, I have all these nice things. Oh, I have a job that's secure. Like, if that's where you're finding your happiness, like, that's all service level. Like, you need it. You need the happiness that comes from, like, the love of God because that's much deeper than all those things. And that's the only thing that can be rooted. And I just talk about how that lasts. Like, every other thing is passing is going to perish. But um, only what you have in the Lord will last. So, yeah. Also, and for those who don't know, like you pretty much do it all. I mean, you rap, you sing, you're like a beast with the melodies. Obviously, you write. Um, is there any other thing that you do musically that we're not aware of? Dance. I'm trying to learn how to produce, so that's gonna be my next. That's my next goal. So once I uh, finish that, I'll put a little gold star. So <laughs> that's right, and we definitely we have to bring in the dancing, the dancing aspect because that is something that Christian hip hop lacked especially when it came to shows. Um, a lot of people want to incorporate dancers. I know it can be expensive. And then sometimes like the space that you go to, it's like, you just have room to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like no room to move at all. So that's dope that you get to bring that in. Um, okay, next song, Be Yourself. Yes, okay. Who you wanna, uh, wanna be when you see the ceiling at night? When you're home and you all alone, don't you know your future too bright? You want to be somewhere else when you're working that nine to five. Hey, slave away, work, pay the paycheck, but there's way more to life. Yeah, you keep running away for once inside. You just trying to survive. You're supposed to thrive. Don't you run from moments like this. You were made in his likeness. You were a child of God. You may think it's out, but have faith and see life shift. Yes. All right, let's talk about that song to yourself. Yeah, so I love Be Yourself, and um, that verse low-key describes, like, it's, like, what I would want to hear to my past self when I was going through what I was going through, so literally, like, it's, like, I'm working my nine-to-five, and I literally wanted to be somewhere else, like, I'm just, like, God, I'm telling you right now, God, I'm being real, I'm I'm not happy, I'm upset, like, you know, um, and it's kind of, like, I literally had to go through a mental battle of not giving up, because every single day I was faced with the decision, do you want to give up? Or do you want to keep going and keep pushing for what you know God has called you to do? And so um, I think for me, it was really good to like hear like, you know, there's so much inside of you. Don't just live for survival. Don't just stick with the norm, but thrive. Like um, live to do something more than the norm and like step outside of your comfort zone. And so I think for me, like I wrote that song because I knew that if I was in the space that I was like a year ago, I would have definitely wanted to hear something like that. And it would have helped me a lot. Definitely. No, I've definitely been in that space. <laughs> that was all of 2019 for me. Like, <laughs> Lord, I hate this job. Yeah. I hate doing this. Like, all I want to do is tell your stories. That's what you created me to do. Let's make that happen. How do we make that happen? Please. <laughs> in 2020, it's a totally different story. No yeah. longer at that job. So, no, this song would have been on point for me last year, but I can definitely appreciate the essence of it this year. So, thanks for writing that. And then, uh, next, Been Up, which also features No Big Deal and What Up RG, but you don't, you didn't list any of your features on the album. Is there a reason? Oh, yeah. That? <laughs> a little surprise or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. 
So I hop on the scene, you know, it's a scene, you know, we in action. I really believe since I was a teen, I don't do no acting. I'm teaching them things and what is on scene is what's everlasting. Deliver 16 is 116, you know, it's no capping. I really hop on the floor just to get them delivered. He's coming, I cannot delay. I see the cars I was dealt with, I don't always want to line them up, I want to play. I cannot sit on the side, yo, I got this inside of my soul, I'm going to tie up the lace. I got to get up and go when I'm feeling below, try again when it's too much to stay. And so that song is just like about like, hey man, like, run it up like if god gives you something like keep going like don't don't play small so like um one of my favorite lines on there is like i see the cards i was dealt but my god always winning so line them up i want to play so you may have been dealt some trash cards like you might have gotten some cards that everybody sees it and they're like you're gonna lose at life and it's like you know what that doesn't matter like just because your odds may look like you're about to lose like God literally always wins, so you should always play because at the end of the day, like you're going to come out with the victory, and God always promised. God already promised that to us. He's not liars, so it's kind of like no matter what you've been given, like use your resources and just run it up because God's going to be on your side if you're walking in His will. <laughs> That's so dope. I mean, you are you're for your age. It's really impressive. Just the light that you just have. It's so it's it's so bright. <laughs> it's so bright. I hope it just shines even brighter, just keeps on. Um, iconic. Oh, yes. So, there's so many different parts of it. I'm like, which part of iconic? Do you have a preference of which part you want me to talk about? Um, I don't have a preference, but I do like the whole, like, thinking about the future, can't be neutral part, mm -hmm. but no preference. Yeah. You, I you can do that part. Okay. All right. Thinking about the future can't be neutral, so intentional. Started switching gears when he appeared and showed which way to go. Homie had the driver suicide was in his plan, though. Cause he caught the Lambo. What he needed was the lamb. Oh, ooh. Outside looking clean. Inside looking empty. Yeah. Uh, you ain't feel complete. Half off like a semi. Yeah. Uh, about to crash from the truth. Yeah, you dash it. Need a stack. Where the stash everlasting. And so, yeah, so that song, I mess with it because it's just talking about how like you have to switch things up like you need to start thinking about where where am i going to end up at the end of eternity because i could be stacking up getting all these things and like literally i'm about to crash like this is literally leading you to a disaster you're going to crash and you're going to be very upset with your final destination and so it's kind of just like a metaphor of like um cars because like we're always on a journey with life and so like how i say like you got to switch gears like you have to like you have to switch it up and like make a change in your life and so it's just kind of like um, a self-awareness song just for you to like think like, yo, which direction am I heading? Am I heading towards God or am I heading towards destruction? And I like the line about, you know, because he copped the Lambo, but he needed, <laughs> what he needed was the lamb. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need the Lambo. All you need is Jesus. All right, so all of those songs are on Exit, uh, your debut album. And is there, when people listen to Exit, what do you want the takeaway to be? Um, I just want your takeaway to be like, pursue the purpose that God has called you to do with confidence. Like, you know, love God and really look at yourself and say, am I doing what God has called me to do? If not, what changes can I make to now start doing so? So I think that's definitely the takeaways I want people to have. Like, exit your old ways and enter into who God's calling you to be. Yes. All right. And how does God's presence look in your life musically? I think it just looks like joy. I think 
it looks like joy and faith. Like God has definitely taught me a lot about faith through music. So for me, like music has been a thing where it's like, ah, God, you keep putting me in situations that are totally outside of my comfort zone. But God has definitely taught me like, hey, just trust me because you got this. And so, and just even leaning on him for like creativity because like songs, like it's like, where does a song come from? Like, you know, you can't, you can't just, I don't know. It's just literally only from God. And so it's literally just leaning on to him because he's literally the one feeding my creativity. And if you look at the greatest songs in the world, like, the same God who gave them that idea can literally drop that onto you. So it's literally just leaning onto God to like, whatever you want me to talk about, let's talk about, cause you can talk about anything. So I want to talk about something impactful that's going to lead people to God. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please subscribe to our show. And if you really enjoy the content, please leave a review. It really does help with the ranking for all things testimony, visit testimonystories.com. Until next time, I'm Gilika Brown. The music lover constantly seeking positive music.